Good night, mom. Good night. Hang up. Hang up now. <laughs> hang up, mom. Hang up the phone. You hang up. Hang up, mom. I can't hang up. What you guys doing? Hang up the phone, mom. <laughs> hang up. I don't know how to cut you out of this. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Jeremiah. Jera, Jera, Wiggy, Wiggy, Maya, Jera, Jero, Wiggy, Wiggy, Jera, Wiggy, 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 Wack, Jera, Wiggy, Wack, and Maya. You get the idea. It's your boy, Jeremiah, with the Kind of Kidding podcast. And guess where we're at? You guessed it. We're back with a 10th episode, number 10. Seriously, 10. Quite an accomplishment. 10 is, um, it's like nine more than I expected to be able to do. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm having a great time. I hope you guys are having a great time tuning in. If you're listening today, I'm assuming you're enjoying it or the day is that freaking bad that you decided to spend it with me. And I don't mind. I, I, I've, uh, I've decided that at this point in my life, it is okay to be the guy that gets time spent with when there's nothing else to do. Is that a sentence? The guy to get time spent with. Hey, girl, when you got nothing to do, I'm the guy that you can get time spent with. <laughs> Why do you guys listen to me? Y'all must love me. And if, and if that's true, I love you too. You know? Um, I started this podcast really, like I told you guys before, I started this podcast, um, kind of, kind of out of nowhere, just told people I wanted to do it for years and was always waiting for someone to do it with me. And then no one, no, no one wanted to do it with me. And I'm starting to realize why, because, uh, my mind is all over the place and It'd be hard to sit here with me and do this. I do have uh, a few people who have emailed and called and texted and asking to co-host. Um, and I won't name any names, Isaiah, Ruben. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, I'm having a good time. And I hope you guys, uh, I hope you guys are, are enjoying it. I do think sometimes it would be more enjoyable to have someone in the air quote studio with me recording, um, being able to bounce things back and forth, look someone in the eye, have a conversation, see the, the nonverbal cues that you get from people to, you know, bring the conversation in different ways. You know, you see someone's eye roll and you say, Hey, stop rolling your eyes. Or, you know, you, you crack a joke and they don't smile and you can say, Hey, laugh. Or, you know, they say something and, and you could just flip them off without saying anything in the mic. I, I, I want those things to happen one day. Um, and, uh, you know, this is, this is, uh, my introduction to the podcast world. I think by the time I get a couple more episodes out, I can call myself a full fledged veteran and then take this a lot more seriously and put some money into, I don't know, a staff. 
Um, my sound guy that I have right now for free, uh, he sucks. You know, can't get a drum roll. Earlier, I tried to do the wiggy wiggy, Jero wiggy wiggy wiggy. I can't, I can't get any of that stuff because the turntables are, you know, a Roku remote and a coaster. But uh, <laughs> I can get a producer. I mean, a producer would be dope. Right now, I have a producer um, that does all my producing. Um, his name is also Jeremiah. Really handsome dude. Uh, it's got a nice beard, uh, a couple, few tattoos. I mean, he's he's just a gem of a man. But I think I should start paying people to help me. Um, a marketer, a marketing marketer, a marketer guy, a marketing woman. I should get someone to help market my podcast. Uh, right now, um, I do have somebody doing all my marketing and advertising on Instagram. Um, you, you don't, you know, you don't see this person that often, but he's truly valuable. Uh, his name's also Jeremiah. Great dude. Great dude. Looks a lot like the other Jeremiah. Um, except this one's a lot more grumpier. He's grumpier because he posts things. And if he doesn't get a lot of likes or if he doesn't get anybody messaging back, he takes it super personal. So I don't want this dude to do anything weird or, or talk some shit. And, and I, you know, some things you just can't come back from. So if you guys would just go ahead and, and help him out and, and just, just click the hearts, click the hearts on the Instagram stories. I think they like that. Oh, and a security guard. I'm good on security. I know some people might want to be my security. Don't worry about that. My Doberman is actually doing really well. I mean, just recently, I was considering maybe upgrading my security, maybe getting more dogs or, you know, just hanging out with, you know, Samoans or somebody bigger. But today he proved to me just how valuable he was. I was uh, sitting in the car uh, in a parking lot waiting for my haircut appointment and somebody just walked up to the, the car. Just, I don't know, they, they thought it was their car or something. And, you know, actually tried, I don't know if they, I wasn't really paying attention, but it seemed like when I looked in the, in the, in the car door window or mirror, and I, if I looked in the, what is that fucking thing called? The car door mirror. The rear view mirror? The, is that, no, the rear view mirror is the one inside the car. What are the ones on the side? Anyway. No, those are rear view mirror. I, okay, I was looking in the fucking rear view mirror, and it looked like he was uh, going for the door handle. And Tavo just lights up. And that dude just <laughs> let out the most manliest shriek. Ah! No, seriously, it was like, ah! <laughs> So anyway, I'm... You know, my windows rolled up, so I'm yelling at him like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, sorry, bro, I thought it was my car. And I don't know. Anyway, I'm sure it was super innocent, but um, but yeah, security's taken care of. Don't worry about that. Uh, plus, I don't have to pay him. I just got to feed him and pet him and take him on Wednesday to get his neuter. So, so I guess if you want to, you know, be my security guard and you want to get fed and pet and neutered, then call me, I guess, because... Because that's what we're doing around here. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jeremiah, what are we doing? I had a plan. I had a plan to talk about something. 
and I'm not really sure where I was going with whatever the hell I was rambling about, but there is an episode to get to. There is content to be discussed. And I have a very, very special person who is actually waiting so we can enjoy episode 10 together. Who might you ask is waiting? Well, I'm going to tell you. It is my best friend in the entire world. It is the one woman who has dealt with basically everything that Jeremiah could have thrown at her. Um, good things, hopefully. Hopefully a lot of good things. But definitely a lot of troublesome things. I've, I've, I've treated this person with, I think, the most genuine of love that you can give somebody or you could treat somebody with. But I've also treated this person extremely bad and not bad in a way where you meet somebody and you you're rude to them and then they go tell all their friends how big of an asshole you are. I'm talking rude like you chased her down the hallway, pushed her into a tub, and then because you couldn't actually physically harm her, you turned you turned the shower on <laughs> and soaked her and then walked away like nothing happened. You probably guessed it. You only do that to someone who you're related with and someone who's smaller than you and younger than you and incapable of actually physically hurting you. You do that to a sister. And I was the brother who was always there for you, to love you, to hug you, to put band-aids on your knees, and then immediately push you back down onto that concrete so we have a reason to use another band-aid. <laughs> so yes, episode 10 is with my sister to celebrate National Siblings Day. You guys didn't know that. National Siblings Day, I think, is Monday the 10th. So by the time this gets released, it will be National Siblings Day. And I'm getting this holiday from Google, so if it's not true, don't blame me. Just pretend it's National Siblings Day because I need it to be National Siblings Day to make this that much more special. <laughs> so without further ado, my sister, Jessica, what's up? What'd you think about my intro? Um, hold on. I'm still reeling over the fact that my brother doesn't know the difference between a rear view mirror and a side view mirror. <laughs> side view, side view, side view mirror, side view mirror. And you said it like, I think two or three times that it was on the side. It was on the side, you know, I saw it in the mirror on the side. What is that called? The one on the side. It's a side view mirror. Yeah, of course it is. It's a mirror on the side. It's on the side. Well, that's not important. What's important is that I said some really sweet things about you in my intro. Did did you like it? I did. I did. Did, did I do good? <laughs> you did great. I feel like you might be just trying to make up for the, I think you might be feeling guilty and trying to make up for all the bad things you said you did to me when we were kids, but... I didn't say I didn't say a lot of bad things. I, I'm gonna say it's an apology. It's an apology. An apology accepted. It's fine. It's fine. I've been waiting for it my whole life. <laughs> yeah. 
You've been waiting for. Well, okay. Since we're on the topic of apologies, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's serious. No, it's it's important. I would like to apologize to you for the ex- for what I said in my intro that the si- the situation that I described in my intro, which was funny, it was fucking hilarious. I mean, to be honest with you, I had a really great time doing that, but I understand that it was hurtful, and. <laughs> And probably traumatizing. I mean, to be pushed into a tub and then not know what's coming next (laughs) and then to immediately just be soaked by the shower. I mean, it's better than getting punched or pinched or stepped on, right? Like throwing the shower on seemed like a pretty, you know, harmless thing to do. I will I will admit maybe a little degrading, um, but you did piss me off. There was a reason. There was a reason I did that. I'm trying to apologize for doing it, but in my apology, I'm starting to think if it was justified, I shouldn't apologize. But I don't know why I did it. Do you know why I did it? I can't remember why you did it because, you know, the order of events escapes me, but I'm willing to go with it was probably, I don't know. It, it could be well-deserved either way, because as you're telling your stories about the bathtub one, I'm still remembered when you were chasing me, which sounds like you were being mean to me, but then you like fell through the hole in the stairs and got caught on the, on Oh, the that was hanger. years. That was years ago. <laughs> that was way longer. That was a long time ago. We were in Italy. We were kids. That was. Maybe you were getting back at me for that. Oh, okay. So it wasn't on purpose. I wasn't getting back at you for that. But playing that back in my head. I you. I no, push no, no, you no, 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 no. I was chasing you. For, I don't know why. How old were we? <laughs> I don't know. I was chasing you. I had socks on. We had those marble floors or granite floors. I'm cruising. We're going up the stairs and we had that little hole in the middle of the stair, not hole, but like the closet was underneath the stairs and there was this little gap. And (laughs) I don't know how I was the only one that slipped, but I slipped and went through the gap and basically fell down into, into the closet underneath the stairs. Now, usually when we go down in there, it you know, dad was always like, don't go climbing in there. You'll get hurt. Don't go climbing down there. You'll you'll break something. And we're like, yeah, whatever. Whatever, old man. You know, you're just trying to kill the fun. But I slid through there and I remember getting hung up on the on the coat rack and I just hung there. I was obviously young enough to where my body wasn't heavy enough to take down the coat rack, but I'm hanging there <laughs> by my shirt like suspended in the air fucking three, four feet. And you come and open the closet and just stare at me. Well, first of all, I was genuinely worried because dad would always say, you'll get hurt, you'll get hurt. And when you fell, both of us were loud kids. So when you fell through, you were really quiet. So I was like, oh my God, he's dead. Like I really, (laughs) like that was, (laughs) so I ran down the stairs and opened the closet door and you were just dangling there and like, almost like in shame like you know when people hang their head in shame and like walk off you were dangling i i can 
there's not a lot I remember from vividly, but I just remember seeing you dangling, like hanging there like a rag doll with your head down in shame. No. Almost like you did something wrong. That's what it looked like. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, and you're just dangling there. And then you look up at me and then I just fucked it out laughing. No, my head dangling was not in shame because I'm embarrassed <laughs> that I'm hanging. My head dangling is I looked at you and I said, oh, no. And then you looked up at me with that <laughs> oh no face and I said, help me. And you said, no. <laughs> and I said, no, you got to help me. And then you just stared at me. You didn't say anything. You just stared at me. And my head was dangling because I have no clue. How, how did I even get down? How did I get down? Do you remember how I got down? Oh, you know, I don't know. We pretty much laugh and stop telling the story after that. So that memory. Hasn't come with the story after all these years. Well, then that means it was that means it was traumatizing. If we don't remember what happened afterwards, it means it was a traumatic event that we suppressed. Which means Dad probably opened the door and reminded us why we should listen to him. No, I actually do remember. I do remember. I started laughing, and you're like, "If you don't help, something like if you don't help me get down, we're both getting in trouble." And then for some reason that those words scared me. And so I came and I moved something in the closet so that you could stand on it to get down. And either it either broke or we didn't put it back or something. And that's how we got caught. It, it, we didn't put it back because we don't ever put anything back. I mean, why the hell would we put it, things back? Oh, you know what it, you know what it was? It, the only thing that was tall enough. I remember what it was now. And that's why it was so obvious. It, Dad had a little old manual ice cream maker. It was like a wooden bucket. It looked like a mop bucket almost, but it was an ice cream maker. Oh, man. Do you remember? And But it was yes, always I... stored in the farthest corner of the closet and pulled it all the way out. And in the process, pulled away like all these other tiny trinkets, made a mess of everything I did, of course. And then that is that is what happened. We made a mess of the closet because dad, military dad, was like neurotic about things being stacked neatly and everywhere. If you moved a granule of dust, <laughs> he would know. I thought I was clever. I found so many things that I thought were cool and moved them around, played with them, looked at them, and always thought he didn't know, but find out years later that he always knew. <laughs> but that ice cream, going back to that ice cream maker, I have awesome memories of the ice cream maker. Probably memories that you don't remember because you were really little, but I remember in Spain, dad used to used to make ice cream with me on the front porch in Torrejon. I mean, okay. I say he used to make ice cream with me, but I was really young. I mean, six years old, seven years old, maybe. So he, <laughs> he'd made the ice cream. I didn't do shit <laughs> because it's, uh, it's, uh, I don't know if you, for anybody listening, um, these, the wooden ice cream maker, you, how do you put in there? You put rock salt in there. You put ice. You put the ingredients to make ice. I don't even know how to make ice cream. How the fuck do you make ice I cream? I don't. I don't either. You put a bunch of stuff in there, and then like you had to crank it. Yeah, you, you, you put actual ice cubes in there, and you put a lid on, and then you turn the thing, and it cr you crank, and it crushes and mixes, crushes and mixes, and you do that for like fucking ever. <laughs> it felt like now I would do it. <laughs> he would say, "All right, bud, go ahead." And I couldn't start it because it's all hard because of all the uh, all the ice. So he would, you know, dad way back when, I mean, he was 
that guy was yoked. I mean, that guy was a strong dude. Remember, I, we have pictures of him, of, of us hanging on his arms when he's flexing. Mm-hmm. He was a big, big guy. But um, he would mix it, crank it up, crank it up, crank it up. And he would get it to where it's like a pudding or a sludge type of consistency. And then he would open it and you put more rock salt in and then close it and crank it up and then open it and put more rock salt in and then close it and crank it up. And he'd get it to a point where he thought I could do it. So then I would grab it and I would just start cranking, 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 cranking. And then I'd stop because I'm tired because my six-year-old arms are small as <laughs> I can't, fuck, I can't <laughs> crank it. So then he would finish cranking. And uh, yeah, but that's a, that's, I love, that's a great memory of, of making ice cream with dad. Now I'd eat the ice cream like easily. I'd, I'd eat the ice cream. I just couldn't help make it. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. you're six or seven years old. I, I think that no one was expecting you to make it. But that wooden, that wooden ice cream maker was, I want one of those. I should buy one of those and have the girls make ice cream and just, maybe they'll stop eating ice cream if I make them work for it. Can you buy one of those anymore? You could buy anything on the internet. Yeah, I feel like that's an antique. I'm pretty sure you can. Here, I'm going to Google it right now. What is it called? Wooden? Wooden ice cream, wooden ice cream maker, right here. Nostalgia electric. I no, not electric. <laughs> it was not electric. Uncle Buck's six quart ice cream maker. That kind of looks like it. If you guys Google, if you guys Google wooden ice cream maker, you'll get pictures of what I'm describing. And just imagine being six years old. And having a attention span of a gerbil. <laughs> and you can imagine how making ice cream with me was a nightmare. These things do not look sanitary. I'm sorry. I Googled it too. I mean, I don't know what could be sanitary about a wooden. I mean, they serve rum and, and you know, whiskey in these barrels. It's got to be good, right? I don't know. I thought the alcohol was cleansing. <laughs> That's true. You do have a point. I'm a math dude, not a science guy. So <laughs> we all have our strengths anyway. Moving on. Uh, since we're talking about this ice cream maker and in Spain, this is also the same patio or the same. Do they call them patios here in the States? Are you serious? Side view mirror, Jake. Fuck you. Shut up. It's a patio, right? <laughs> I know I've been calling it a patio my whole life, but I don't know if I'm calling it a patio because that's something that we said in Europe or is patio an English word or is that a Oh my god, Jeremiah. Stop it. It's please. a real <laughs> Hold on. Patio. Patio. You can just say porch. You can say porch. Oh, porch. Porch. Yes. Okay, on the porch. No, hold on. You got me wondering now. Is patio English? Oh my God. Is patio an English word? Patio, an area usually paved, adjoining a house and used as an area for outdoor lounging and dining. So patio is English. Patio is not. I am today <laughs> years old. I am today years old when I realized that patio was not a Spanish word. <laughs> I thought Are patio. You being You're not being serious. No, I'm dead serious. I thought patio was Spanish for porch. I'm not even joking. Anyway, uh, back to reality. Um, On that porch, 
that is the same porch when uh dad and mom and i were inside i don't know what we were doing we're inside and our beagle rusty oh my god he screams or he screeches and he runs inside and i go oh my gosh and we look outside and you're standing on the on the patio on the porch holding on to this uh holding on to the the railing or the bar or whatever and then you come running in and my and dad goes what's wrong with rusty and you said i do not know but i did not kick that dog <laughs> 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 oh shit i do not, what's wrong with rusty i do not know but i did not kick that dog and dad goes no one said you did i know i didn't <laughs> <laughs> and then i think he said so why did you kick the dog and i was like i just said i didn't kick it yeah you you, you did not you did not wear a lie very well on your face i've always known that when you lie to me Every time, every time you've lied to me, I've known every time, every time you said, I love you. I was like, bullshit. Oh, you shut know? up. Stupid. <laughs> 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 Poor Jeremiah. I know. Get any love from his little sister. I am just not a loved person. Um, speaking of, speaking of love, I do love you. And I am sorry for pushing you into that tub. So my formal apology over 20 something years past due. <laughs> I am sorry for pushing you into the bathtub and turning the water on. So do you accept my apology? I guess if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys heard it here first. I am forgiven. I am cleansed. There is a place for me in heaven once again. All right. Now that we have determined that um, all of my flaws and shortcomings have been rectified, forgiven, and forgotten, and I am a cleansed and just person once again, I think that it is time to have some fun. You want to have fun? <laughs> Would you like to have fun, Jessica? Yeah. So I think in doing this podcast, I've interviewed a few people. And even, you know, aside from the podcast and just in life, I've had some jobs and some opportunities to actually do questions or Q&As with people. And I've always thought it was pretty fun to ask questions and hear people's responses. Um, but I've always had the fun of asking the questions and been putting people in uncomfortable positions or surprising them with questions and, and trying to get candid responses. And I feel like it would be fun to have you interview me or no, 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 like not even interview like, uh, I don't know for lack of a better word, I guess it is an interview. How about, how about for a sibling for national sibling day, national sibling day or national sibling appreciation day? National, I guess it doesn't matter. For National Siblings Day, <laughs> how about you ask me something? Let's find something out. Let's, in the moment, with the two of us, let's see if you learned something about me that you didn't know. Other than, right. other than 
that I don't know the difference between a rear view mirror and a side view mirror. So other than that, let's figure this out. Do I just ask anything? Can I ask you anything? You could ask me anything, anything at all that won't get me arrested <laughs> or won't get me canceled. Not that anybody gives a fuck if I get canceled. I don't even think people know I'm on. <laughs> um, okay. Do you think our parents had a favorite? <laughs> Do I think our parents... You know what? I got an idea. I'm going to call mom right now. But you can't... Do I be quiet? Yeah, you got to be quiet. The whole time? Or if she says you, do I get to be mad? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you don't have to be quiet. Because if she does say me, I don't want you to hold that against her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. How do I... If I go here, add a call. Okay, hold on. Hello. Hey, mom. Mom. Yeah. Are you sleeping? Well, it's midnight, almost one o'clock. Oh, I forgot. I forgot the time. I'm sorry. Hey, but I have Jessica on the phone. I'm recording uh, an episode of my podcast with her. And Mm -hmm. we have a really important question. Uh Uh-huh. Am am I still your favorite? That is not what the question. The question was, "Who's your favorite?" It's the same thing. Who's your favorite? That's the same thing. Okay, who's your favorite, mom? Oh, you're my favorite son, and Jessica's my favorite daughter. I know. Okay, I I accept that she's your favorite daughter, but who is who's your favorite? child who has spent 39 years with you (laughs) is it me who is your favorite child okay so we we've we've agreed we've i i think i heard it correctly i'm i'm still your number one right you're my first child i'm your first number one (laughs) so okay all right all right let's i'll i'll let you go back to bed but for this episode it's recorded it's forever we are all in agreement. we are all in agreement that i was the first love of your life no you're not the first love of my life what (laughs) who's the first love of your life your dad. Oh, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. I'll. Okay. That's the first love of your life. Between Jessica and I, because we have this thing, it's not a rivalry because she has to win a few for it to be a rivalry. Right now, it's just a freaking landslide. Um, between the two of us, you've. It's safe to say you loved me longest, right? I love you the longest. Yeah, you've loved me longer than you've loved Jessica, correct? Of course, because you're okay. The first. That's I love you, mom. I gotta go. I thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You can go ahead and hang up, mom. Love you. Good night. 
<laughs> Good night, mom. You can hang up. Mom, hang up. Hey, hang hey. up. You're older than Jessica. Of course you no, been in no, my no, life. No, 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 no. I'm going to edit. I'm editing all that out. I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love bye. you. Good night. Good night, mom. Good night. Hang up. Hang up now. <laughs> hang up, mom. Hang up the phone. You hang up. Hang up, mom. I can't hang up. What you guys doing? Hang up the phone, mom. <laughs> Hang up. I don't know how to cut you out of this. <laughs> how do you... I need to learn. I need to practice. How do you hang up? How do you disconnect? Okay, mom, mom, mom. Since you're still on, since Jeremiah oh my gosh. Know what a, Hold on. I gotta find... I gotta wait, find. wait. Wait. I got another question for mom. Okay? Wait. By the way, mom, Jeremiah doesn't know what a side view mirror is. I just want to let you know. So if you're rethinking the answer to your question, you can say it. But anyway. um doesn't matter my next question mom is actually not a favoritism one because i don't always have to compete with jeremiah because i win all the time when i do so i don't need that validation but that's a lie i what is your favorite memory of jeremiah and i as children um well my first one was a little scary but it was kind of funny. Jeremiah really wanted you. You had just, you might have been just a week old, and Jeremiah really wanted to pick you up. And um, it's like a dropper. So I um, turned my head for a little bit. I was still there in the in sitting on the couch. And Jessica was right there next to me on the couch. And you came and you just picked your Jessica up. And then she was too heavy for you and you dropped her. <laughs> yes. And, and that was the day we knew you couldn't be trusted. I, was, I thought Jessica died. She <laughs> <laughs> just oh. crumpled the floor and I thought, Oh, my, my daughter just died and uh, picked her up. Wow. Seven days. And I, I, yeah, dropped you early. Got to her quick. Nothing broke. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now, now I don't feel as bad for pushing her into the tub because she's already had so much practice falling down. It couldn't have hurt. So basically, all you're saying is you're always and just my whole life. Paid you back. We were in in Royal Oaks. We we were we lived in Royal Oaks, and I used to um, give you guys a bath together. So I put you both in the tub, and um, I went to go and get. I didn't leave. I didn't leave the bathroom. I was just in the bathroom, and I went to turned my head to go get a sponge or something, a towel. And I hear Jeremiah screaming to the top of his lungs. And I'm just there, like, what, what, what happened? And I looked in the tub and there was a turd. Oh my floor. God. <laughs> what? <laughs> when you were in there. She pooped in the tub while I was... <laughs> So you're, so you're, he did it and blamed it on me. So your, 
your best memories, your favorite memories of us was me dropping her and her pooping in the tub. <laughs> we were, we was the best. <laughs> we were some boring ass kids. <laughs> I'm really glad that we're adults now because DSS totally would have called you after this episode. You kept leaving us unsupervised. <laughs> oh no, we were supervised. She, you just, uh, you just didn't know the difference between a bathtub and a toilet, apparently. So I don't know the difference between a side view and a rear view mirror, and you don't know the difference between a toilet and a bathtub. So teach his own. We're all equal. So, so yeah, Jessica paid you back later. <laughs> all right. Well, um, definitely not was that what I was expecting in this phone call, but I uh, appreciate you answering answering the call i'll let you go back to sleep a lot of good, good memories with you guys getting along and, and playing and you know opening your gifts those are all everybody's those are everybody's memories every mother's memories when their child children are opening opening their gifts and and really excited and birthday parties and all that stuff but i bet you didn't have memories like your sister pooping on the tub while you guys were. <laughs> so what about what about the memory of uh, of the of the best haircut that Jessica's ever had? Oh yeah, she said a little bit on the top, a little bit off the top. Oh, you missed the spot. What are they doing? Yeah, who gave you who gave you that haircut, Jessica? This guy. Oh, my big brother. My big brother, he's a great barber. You guys should all let him give me your haircut. Heck yeah. Best haircut I ever gave you. I was bald for the next three years of my life. <laughs> but those those pictures that we that she had were the cutest. Your cutest stage of being a child was immediately after the haircut I gave you. Well, I guess it wasn't the haircut I gave you. It was the haircut that a professional gave you after I tried my hand at it. <laughs> Yeah, got you back when I slapped you in the car to wake you up. <laughs> yeah, you were an abusive sister. Well, mom, I love you. Thank you for thank you for answering our question. Um, I'm I'm glad that she finally heard it from you. How much you love me. So <laughs> I will I will let you go. You both. Are, good night. Love you both. Good night. Bye. I feel like she broke up right when she was saying you both are blank. And I don't know if she was trying to tell us that we're both like her favorite or if she was saying you guys are both awful. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, probably both awful because she would have never said that we're both her favorite. You heard it straight from her, how she really feels about us. And I'm going to go to bed super happy. So <clears throat> how do you feel? I'm just glad we didn't call dad because. Oh, he would have been pissed. That wouldn't have been a good call. He's like, dude, I thought you were dead or something. You can't call me at 1 a.m. No, he, he would have, um, he probably would have hurt your feelings. Let's just leave it at that. Oh, please. I was a daddy's little girl. Yeah. And that's your feelings would have been hurt. No, no. That's why he loves me more now because he's done dealing with your bullshit. <laughs> right. You put him through a lot, right? No? All right. I put him through a lot. I feel like we both put him through a lot. We both put both our parents through a lot. I don't know. 
You know what I find interesting, though? What do you find interesting? I don't know if you're going to even want to include this. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before you tell me, can I just, can I just highlight the fact that my mom answered my phone call at one o'clock in the morning, her time? That's pretty impressive. Are you trying to validate? Huh? No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm giving her kudos for answering. She's like, that's mom of the year. She answered the phone call. Like I called her at one o'clock in the morning. She could have been sleeping. She could have said, I'll talk to her tomorrow. But instead she goes, she saw her phone and it said favorite child. And she said, I got to answer it because that's how she has me in her phone. I'm pretty sure. No, she probably saw her phone and said Jeremiah. And she was like, oh my God, if you call me at this time, what the hell did he do now? What's going on now? She was like, geez, where do I send the bail money? This is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry, I cut you off. What did you? What were you finding interesting? No, I was thinking about like when the whole like mom versus dad, whatever. Both you and I had our first, you know. Both you and I were pretty young when we had our first kid. Uh huh. And I remember being in the room when mom found out. Or when we told mom that you were um, having yours, uh-huh. when 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 Tanea was coming along, and she said, she said that I ruined my life. No, no, <laughs> she never used those words. She never used those words. I just remember. No, sorry, sorry. What I mean by that was the dad answered the phone, and he was super calm, and then hung up with you, told mom. And because you were so young, mom got really emotional and stomped off and went to the, her room. <laughs> stomped off isn't the word. She wasn't a child, but she went off to the room. And I remember dad looking at me and I looked at him. And for some reason, because of her reaction, dad and I started laughing. <laughs> and that, like, we just, we were laughing at mom, not, you know, anything else. Because she just, like, because she she was washing dishes and she like dropped the dish rag and she just went off and had a moment and dad looked at me and we just started laughing. But then when I called mom to let her know that I was expecting my first child, she was super calm. And then she said, do you want me to tell your father? And I said, yes, go ahead and tell dad for me. And dad didn't call me for three days. And I, Isn't that funny? It is. And I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's different when... Because they've already been through that uh, that emotional shock once already. Like the first time, it's like what the hell, and then now it's like they're processing it different. The second time, it's never going to be the same. Um, but I will tell you, I called dad, and I said, "Hey, dad." He goes, "What's up, bud?" I said, "I have something to tell you," and he goes, "Okay." And I, it was quiet for a minute, and I said, "Katie's pregnant." And he didn't say anything for like a few seconds. And I just sat there and I was like getting all teary eyed because I was like, I I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how he's going to react, you know, because I never wanted to disappoint my dad. And the next thing he says, he goes. I knew this shit was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I, <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, he goes, well. Can't do anything about it now. 
You need to be a man, be responsible, get a job, make that, make some money. You're not a kid anymore. And I was like, yup. He goes, I love you. I'll talk to you later. I said, yup. <laughs> he hung up the phone. I sat there in my front yard at the house that I was renting. And I just sit there and I, I was like, I couldn't tell. Is he mad? Like, am I in trouble? Is he going to, is everything okay? <laughs> like, I was so confused. Like, what? Well, now is- you know when he hung up the phone, I was in the room with him and he told mom and then we had a good laugh. So apparently he was fine. <laughs> so dad's an interesting dude. When I was really, really young, when I was really, really young and I'd get in trouble, you know, my mom, obviously she's the Filipino, she's fiery, you know, she's yelling and she's screaming and she's, you know, spanking us. And, you know, she's, she's doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing. Right. But then dad would come home and he was just, he was laying into us. Like he he was, when he spoke, when he was yelling at us, I was terrified, like for years, not, you know, he didn't, you know, nothing crazy happened. You know, we're not, this isn't, this isn't about, you know, throwing anybody up against the wall or doing anything weird. Right. This is just a big military muscular dude yelling at his son for messing up. It was very scary. And then I did the dumbest thing that I possibly could have done. And I got, I got in trouble on the base. You remember when I got in trouble? Yeah. I got in trouble. So I did some things that I won't say on, on this podcast. But I did some things on a military base and I got in trouble and I'm sitting at home and, and dad comes in and I'm sitting on the couch and he goes, he just looks at me and I said, Hey, what's up, dad? And he doesn't say a word to me. I said, okay. I said, how was, how was work? And he just ignores me. Not one word. Like now granted, remember I'm, I'm used to when I'm in trouble, I'm used to him coming in and blah, da, da, whoop, de whoop, this and that, you and blah, 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 <laughs> right? He's just going after me. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that. I've geared up for that. And he just sits down on the couch across from me and he looks me in the eye and he goes, this is my fault. And I said, what? And he goes, I failed you. And I said, no, I'm sorry. I No, you did not fail me. And he goes, I have obviously done a really, or he goes, I have obviously done a piss poor job of teaching you right from wrong. And for that, I'm sorry. This is on me. You've disappointed me, but I'm sorry for, for wronging you. And I sat there and I didn't know what to say. And he just got up and he walked out of the room and he went upstairs. And I sat in that living room for like 20 minutes and just cried to myself. Like I would have rathered him punch me in the chin and throw me out the window. But to tell me that it was his fault because he didn't teach me better, that was so tough. (laughs) So, you know, so fast forward a bunch of years later and I'm like, hey, dad. I'm uh I'm 21 years old, got no job, haven't finished school. Hey, uh you're going to be a grandpa. For him to just be like, I knew this shit was going to happen. <laughs> I was 
like, God, my emotions were just, I was all over the map. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. Where were we before I called mom and, and ruined your night by finding out that I'm her favorite? I don't remember what we were talking about. I don't know. I got through one question. That whole thing came up with one question. <laughs> that was that was pretty wild. Um, okay. So anyway, I'm going to share. This was about you being my sibling, and we were supposed to talk about things about me and you. But I, well, I guess it is about me and you. But it's more of a dad memory. Um, okay. And and it, it comes up because we're talking about dad. But do you remember in South Carolina? coming home from school by yourself. Cause we would walk home from school together. Yep. And I mean, I wasn't there when this happened. So I'm, I'm going kind of off the story that dad tells, but I remember when he got to the school, but do you remember that? Yeah. He, I came home crying. I was, he heard crying. He was working in the lawn and I, and I was walking home and he just heard crying coming down the street. So he looks up while he's doing while he's messing around in the yard and he sees me coming up the road crying and he's like Jesse what's the matter with you and I was just crying and he said where's your brother and at first he was mad like you left me or something like that and I said that you were still at the school no I said I didn't know where you were and you were still at the school or something or I don't know I just came home like I couldn't find you and so he um gets a phone call from the school saying that they had you. So then he went back up to school and he was like really, really pissed off. And I think, yeah, I wasn't with him at that point. I just know he went back to school. So you're based on your story and what he says, you come home, he's cutting the grass and he's wearing his 1990 something cut off shorts and his combat boots. <laughs> right. So he's, he's mowing the lawn. And he's got grass clippings all up and down his legs and his his uh his cut off jean shorts or you know, it's the nineties, so they're pretty high above the knee, I'm sure. <laughs> and, well, Daisy do. Yeah. And he's he's got his he's got his combat boots and he sees you and finds out you walked home by yourself. So he's super pissed at me because I'm not supposed to let you walk by yourself. So he gets to the school and I'm in the principal's office and he comes through that door. And he looks me dead in the eye and he goes, boy, where were you? And then the principal goes, hey, Mr. Gilbert, how are you? And he goes, how am I? I'm trying to figure out why my son's what my son's doing here. And he let his little sister walk all the way home by herself. And he goes, well. Oh, and hold on. And I walked home and I had a I had a little bloody lip. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and that's important because he goes, the principal goes, well. We had an incident with your with your son. And he goes, what happened? Or he looks at me and he goes, what happened? And the principal goes, well, he, and he goes, I'm not talking to you. And he looked at me and he goes, boy, what happened? And I said, well, we were in the line at the water fountain and Jessica was getting a drink. And the boy behind her hit her in the back of the hit, hit her in the back of the head. And she hit her. She hit her mouth on the water fountain. And he goes, and what'd you do? Well, I said, I walked over there and I punched him in the face. I got, I, you know, I got in a fight. And then he looks over at the principal and the principal goes, and he goes, is that what happened? And the principal goes, yeah, this is uh, we don't condone violence. And he goes, 
well, the the boy hit his sister in the back of the head and busted her lip. He goes, yeah, but we don't we don't condone violence. We 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 it's a no touch school. And he goes, ah, far as I'm concerned, I don't I don't see what's wrong. I don't I don't see what the problem is. He didn't do anything wrong. He's done exactly what I told him to do. If anybody picks on his sister, and I'm not going to punish this kid for protecting his sister. And then the guy, the principal looks at dad and goes, looks him up and down and dad's in his cutoff jeans and his grass clippings. And he's got his tank top because <laughs> he's still super yoked at this time. And he looks my dad up and down and he goes, so you're okay with this? And he goes, I don't see a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and the principal just goes, okay, well, Jeremiah, you're free to go. Have a good, have a good day. <laughs> But then the next base that we lived at, they got our files and our our permanent file for going from school to school said father has bad attitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's in the it's in the Department of Defense uh, school folder that dad dad had a bad attitude. So that's probably why they never called dad down to the office for anything after that. <laughs> oh, geez, that's hilarious. Well, Jessica, I'll tell you what, um, I know things never go as planned on this podcast. I always plan to do something and say things and talk about stuff. And then 10 minutes in, it goes a completely different place. But I'm really happy that we got the chat. I, I know this episode was supposed to be about being siblings, and it turned out to just be siblings talking. So I guess that's good, too, right? We'll have to, I don't know, we'll have to do this again another time. Maybe, um, I don't know, do it on sis. No, we can't do it on national sisters because we're not sisters. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to, we'll have to find another made up Google holiday and, and chit chat. Cause it was actually pretty fun. I, I enjoy, I know we get together once a year and we, you know, these stories come up and we talk about them, we laugh about them. And every year the story gets a little different. You know, somebody remembers something that they didn't remember before or, someone adds a little spice to it to make it sound cooler or someone takes something out because they sounded like too much of an asshole when they said it last time. So <laughs> every year it gets a little different, <laughs> you know, maybe in a year or two, this, uh, we'll have some really awesome stories to share with my nephews and, and your nieces. But, um, I, I, I mean what I said at the beginning of this episode, you, you truly are my best friend. You've, you've been there. Uh, you know, my whole life, you've never treated me differently for the terrible things that I've done in my life. And you've always kept me grounded. You've always celebrated my successes. You've, you've cried with me, you've laughed with me and, you know, you know, without getting too weird about it, I just wanted you to know that you're the shit and I love you. And I appreciate you sticking up with their sticking, sticking by me all these years. You're, you're, you're a great sister. Oh, love you too. That's it. Fuck. I said all that great shit and you didn't, like, you didn't, you didn't have any, you didn't want to say anything more. You just admitted to everybody that my whole life you pushed me to a tub. You dropped me on my head. What'd you expect from the baby that you dropped on her head? That's fair. Happy national siblings day. <laughs> Happy national siblings day. And, um, Oh, wait. And one more thing. You're backing out of your driveway tomorrow. Make sure you check both your rear view and 
other side view mirror. Joke's on you. I have a camera inside the car. I don't even look at those mirrors anymore. <laughs> it's 2023 and I drive a Camry. I don't look at mirrors. <laughs> I love you, kid. Love you, too. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. And there you have it. I have the coolest sister. I have a mom who will answer her favorite child's phone call at one in the morning. And I have a dad who strikes fear in the hearts of middle school principals. You know, I, I have a dope family. I could spend an entire season of episodes with just stories of my sister and my mom and my dad. I mean, I would probably never run out of content. I would never run out of stories. I mean, we've spent, I know it's cliche to say, but we spent our entire lives just together. We've lived in Spain. We lived in Italy. We lived here in the United States. We've traveled to Germany and Austria and Switzerland Slovenia, Egypt. I mean, Egypt. I went to Africa with my family. I was in the pyramids. I was on a camel in the Sahara Desert. I took sand from the Sahara through customs. The shit's illegal. Fucking did it. <laughs> We've just done so much together. You know, we've we've seen everything you could hope to see. And we did it together, the four of us. I don't even I don't even know what to say. I'm I'm struggling for the words because as it's playing back in my head, I've I'm coming to the realization that I have a sweet ass life. And I'm blessed with a sweet-ass family. And talking to my sister today, and, and you know, all every time I get to talk to my sister and have a real conversation, I'm reminded that family is truly, truly the only thing worth protecting. I mean, every everything else is important, but there's nothing sacred like your family. And if you don't have a good relationship with if you don't have a good relationship with your family, I'm I'm really sorry. And hopefully things turn around. And if it's not with your biological family, maybe it's with the people that you call family. Maybe it's with your friends, the ones who love you. That is your family. And since only you can truly define what love is, you get to decide who your family is. And I'm choosing right now to consider you an extended part of my family. So we end on a high note. That's the podcast, everybody. This was kind of kidding. I'm the Jeremiah. And I love y'all.